Live from Studio 3, this is Packaging Today with Emilio Matos, Adam Lee, and Corey Connors. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Monday morning, October 17th. We are live with me, Emilio Matos. <laughs> That's right. And we've got our first uh, live uh, on-air remote, I guess you'd call yeah. it. Yeah, we, That's got, right. uh, we got Adam Peak. Where are you at? You're at the TMI, Too Much Information Conference? Yeah, I'm at the uh, Too Much too much Label Information Conference. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the annual meeting. TLMI is the Tag and Label Manufacturers Institute. And mm. so I am here, got to... Uh, Got to do some flogging. Wait, golfing. Got to do some golfing yesterday. And uh, I, I'm a really, I'm a perfectly average golfer. Um, yeah. So like a Velio, but a little bit better. Probably. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I was gonna say you're probably a little bit better than me. Um, yeah, probably. Jeez. Clear the set, people. Golly. <laughs> we saw the, we saw the, we saw the, uh, we saw the off whites. Those are pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm back. Don't worry about it. Perfect. Um, How about you, Corey? What's up, with you, man? <laughs> I can't get access to the internet here, so I'm just rolling with cell phone coverage. Yeah. You know what? We're here. All good. Hi, Corey. Yeah. Hey, I'm Corey Connors, host of Sustainable Packaging Podcast with Corey Connors, and I actually work for Landsberg Aurora as a sustainable packaging consultant for the last nice. 20 years, if you can believe it. That's crazy. Like you started, started when I was four. five. Five years old. <laughs> yeah. We got uh, uh, Maria Eugenia is saying that she can't see us, but I can see us. Let's see. Let us know if you can't, uh, if you can see us, if you can't see us, if you're having issues. Um, but I think we should be, we should be all right. Um, yeah. All right, man. So what do we got going on? We got, um, so you're, you're in Arizona. You're like 45 minutes away from me, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So we, uh, I can go into the, I can go into the ballroom. I got a, I got a pat. I feel like Wayne's world. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage here with the backstage backstage. Yeah. Somebody actually what's going on at the conference, man. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Lori Campbell. She's like a label industry legend. She's been mm. in the business for over 40 years and I had dinner with her and her husband last night and I was like, Oh, where do you guys live? And he goes, are you a fan of Wayne's world? Our last name's Campbell and we live in Aurora, Illinois. I'm like, I will <laughs> never forget that Campbell's. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So we can go, yeah, we can go into this. See what we got. Yeah, um, there's like a trade show happening in here. Uh, we've got breakfast. I'm gonna flip my camera around. Perfect. You guys can see all of the all these lovely people. Um, all the, the stick the people at the sticker conference, right? Yeah, they're all here for the stickers. Nice. Um, lots we of got to, lots of sticker shows. We got Ryan. We got Ryan Fox. He can see us. Thanks, Ryan. We, okay. we are gonna see possibly Ryan today. Uh, not today. Next week. On, next week, Halloween, we're going to have him on the show. Uh, no way. Yes, he's going to be our first guest talking about what's happening in well, uh, then, Korea. I won't, I won't be here. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding, Ryan. I like you a lot. Uh, this was... Hey, Greg, do you want to say hi to people on the internet? Sure, I'd love to say hi. This is my golf partner. This is Greg. Good morning you from can't, Yeah. Hey, Greg. Wow. 
Greg says good morning from TLMI. I just realized you can't probably can't hear him because I got these things in. Now we can hear. We can Greg's, hear him perfect. We can hear him perfect. Oh, him. you could hear him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, they could hear you, Greg. Excellent. Greg's with Baldwin. Greg, how do people learn more about Baldwin? Uh, just go to Baldwin.com. You got uh... Baldwin.com because bald is beautiful. Remember that, everybody. That's right. <laughs> so um, while while Adam uh, freezes there. <laughs> what else we got? What else we got going on in packaging? I mean, there's a bunch of stuff happening in the news. Um, I did see a post from, um, you know, we typically do the the post of the week. Yeah. Um, I did see a post from Ryan Fox, which is pretty great. I'm gonna go ahead and share it real quick here, um, which is funny because he's the guy that we're gonna have on possibly. Right. All right, and um, let me pull this up. Here we got. What can you see here? There we go. This post, right? So this We're was good. his post on, yeah, no, uh, no more packaging or plastic packaging at Costco for apples. It's, you know, a lot of corgate, um, getting a ton of views here. We got, you know, 333 people that are checking it out, a ton of comments. A lot of the comments that we saw were, um, just kind of just varied. Um, some people being against it, some people being for it. Um, you know, Chris, who loves plastic was, you know, just kind of pointing out the fact that plastic may be better, uh, but there's no recycling system for it. So then it's worse. Um, and you're getting just a variety of people in here that are saying how, you know, paper isn't as earth friendly as we think, which I think that's kind of the thing that we all know at this point is that plastic paper, it doesn't really matter what material you're choosing. Yeah. What's, it, the, none end, of it, what's the end of yeah. life for it? Right. What are we yeah, going to do but, with it when we're done with it? Yep. Yeah, none of it's really earth friendly, right? The best packaging is no packaging. Right. So you have to pick the one that's going to be processed and turned back into something that's going to be useful. That I think that right. that's kind of the goal. Right. Um, and what do you like? What do you talk? Hey, sorry, what do you guys. talk to your customers about when you're talking about um, sustainability and corrugate? I think that's exactly right. And you want to add the least amount of coatings and things like that mm -hmm. that aren't necessary. Totally. Uh, what I'm learning about corrugated is the the, the more raw it is, the easier it is to recycle and uh, the, the faster it can go back into the stream. And uh, if you coat the whole thing in, in, you know, plastic or foils, it's, it's frankly going to end up in the landfill anyways. So we need to be aware of that when we're talking about uh, decoration yeah. and uh, you know, but is corrugated recyclable? Uh, absolutely. And Ryan Fox is, uh, is our guy that we go to to learn about what, uh, what quantities are actually getting recycled. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're, you know, they're not always as high as we hope, but they are much better than a lot of the other materials available. Yeah, for sure. So we got, uh, we got Adam back. What's up, buddy? Hey, Adam. Hey, so the uh, <clears throat> cell phone service apparently in the trade show is uh, no bueno. Yeah, so they don't but, give you Wi-Fi uh, and the service is bad. No, I, I tried to get on. I just couldn't find somebody to give me a code. Mm. It was like, what's your access code? And I'm like, I can... So okay. <laughs> awesome, right. All right, so, um, so we, went through Ryan, we went through Ryan's post on Corgit. Um, we went to the, he may be on the show here coming up, um, which would be great yeah. just to get uh, some insight, some real insight and real research on Corgit usage and sustainability yeah. around it, which is great. Um, yeah. Then, um, what do you got going on on your uh, on your podcast? 
Who, me? Yeah, either of you guys. Since we everybody here has a podcast. We do. We all have... Everybody listening actually also has a podcast. That's so right. We've, all... <laughs> we've gotten to that point. Um, I've got a whole bunch of... I've got about six live interviews I'm going to be doing today here mm-hmm. at the TLMI annual meeting. So a lot of leaders in sustainability... Um, you know, most people don't realize the impact that labels has on recycling and sustainability. It seems like such a silly thing. It's just a sticker, right? Um, right. But actually, that adhesive can cause some problems. And so there's a lot of innovations happening, whether it's recycling the liner that carries the label or allowing the label to come off in recycling. So I've got a whole bunch of people lined up to talk about that with. And uh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to to those interviews. So they should be uh, out this week on the People of Packaging podcast, which apparently Apple does not want to update my new logo, and I cannot <laughs> figure out why. Nobody can tell me. Apple can't. Substack can't. Anchor can't. Nobody knows why, but it's still just my old logo. So, Bailey, you're on mute, buddy. That's right. I had the dog bark in the back. Hey, man, uh, real quick, Adam, you're talking about labels and having a, a washable adhesive. So what's the difference? <clears throat> so when do, you, when, when do you want that and when don't you want that? Like, what's the difference in, in adhesive? Because I think that makes a huge difference so, when people are asking for something. They don't really know what they're asking for. So what is that? Yeah, so right now the most beneficial is if your label is going onto a PET container. Mm-hmm. Um so what happens in when the label goes through or when the container goes through the you know kind of the caustic bath to get rid of everything to make it as pure as it can the adhesive residue will stick on the pet bottle mm-hmm. and so when when it goes through and it gets it gets turned into pet flakes the adhesive right. so you're talking is still about in the recycling it. in the recycling process in the recycling stream yep. yeah and, and so what happens is those, those flakes that have the adhesive on it, when it gets heated up, they turn brown or discolored. And so if they even make it all the way through the filtering system, and so they become less valuable than the clear or the white that would end up also getting, getting turned. So it's, it's a way to encourage value in the recycling chain. It doesn't mean that the bottle won't get recycled. There's no way for a MRF to know what type of adhesive is on this label. Right. Um, but it's a pretty easy way if you have a PET bottle to ensure, especially a clear one, to ensure that your bottle is going to have the most value at the end of its life um, and to help help speed up recycling. It doesn't matter as much, uh, certainly for glass or for HDPE. There are adhesives that are certified for HDPE, but it's a much wider range. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, a lot, a lot of brands don't know it. A lot of label salespeople don't educate themselves on it, so they don't know. And... Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's an easy way to get, get a sustainability win. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. So then if I've got a bottle, if I've got a bottle with a label on it, that covers, you know, 50% of it and it's got the wrong type of adhesive on it when it goes through the process, uh, then 50% of that flake is going to be brown. So what happens to that? Yes. Flake? Does that yep. get set? Does that get separated out and not re- reused or it just makes it into the process and you just discolor everything? Yeah. I'm oh. back. Sorry. Um, yeah. So it depends on it depends on the the situation, right? It can mm-hmm. either it can either you know contaminate the whole batch um, and make a bunch of clear 
flakes that have a lot of value right now, clear or recycled PETs in high demand, yeah. can either make them not as valuable. Um, it cannot make it through to be recycled and just end up, you know, in the in the landfill, um, or it can be separated out and turned into its own low value, low grade PET. Cool. It, it still has yeah. value, but not as much, right? Yeah. Correct. I had a really awesome guest on my podcast this week. His name was Paul Folks Oriano. I think Avelio, I think you introduced me to him a long time ago. And uh, he's the founder of Circuithon, amazing company, amazing guy. I learned so much from him. He's uh, tackling the law changes in uh, the UK. There are four running congruently right now. And they're all about packaging, all about recycling, mm. all about sustainability. And they're affecting major changes. And he's trying to uh, figure them all out and help yeah. companies navigate. Yeah. Yeah. I had him on. Uh, I just I had him on again recently, um, a couple of weeks ago. I think we did an episode on, you know, is sustainability BS? Like what were the scams in sustainability from claims <laughs> to claims and materials? We went down the list. And uh, I mean, he's always got a, a, he's always got a, a pretty clear point of view on on these things, which was which was awesome. Yes. Hey, he's been posting a lot about the uh, the display with the um, what was the was it the Van Gogh painting, the someone yeah, the, the activist. What are your guys' take on on that? I know that that I've seen Paul posting about it a few different times. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Your, what are your thoughts on? D does that uh, maybe this is the question that I've had. Mm -hmm. Does that help or hinder the the movement? I mean, I guess we're talking about it, right? It was mm -hmm. it achieved right. its purpose. I just didn't un I didn't understand the connection between like right. big oil and the painting. Yeah, I, don't, I think you know uh, Paul. Paul, I thought Paul explained it uh, recently. He kind of he kind of looked at it like you can't uh, the way that they got the message across. Like that's not really the whole point. It's the point of the, of the message, right? It's like it's right. drawing attention to big oil. Yeah, the soup and the and the painting have nothing to do with it. Right. Uh, but it's like at least we're getting coverage and, and you know getting the message out. Yeah, I it, it was it was just it was so fascinating to me to be like, was it? I, I literally this is literally my first thought was like, was it an oil painting? Like, is that why they? <laughs> chose that one i don't know I, it was it was uh i i'm always interested in activism because I, I agree it doesn't have to be like a one-to-one -one thing you know, like you don't have to chain yourself to an oil rig or something to draw attention to big oil but um and and even uh, there's a part of me that gets that kind of wants to be like well what's your solution and i have to right. realize like for some people their their goal in life and and really what they've you know quote been called to isn't to be the solution providers, it's to be the ones who call out the problems, right? Yeah. And and so I have to really check my own spirit in that and be like, no, they, they were doing what they could, right? They may not have an answer to what the, what the solution is, but they're saying, yeah. hey, this is a problem and we're part of it. Our, our generation is going to suffer from it. So, right. Anyway, major, yeah. major issues. Yeah, we got, uh, you know, Bob, I don't I don't think they're coming from a point of ignorance. Uh, in terms of the the two individuals that, that you know sprayed the the soup on the on the paint, if that's what you're talking about, versus who's complaining about the message. 
Um, I think it's just, you know, what other, what other avenues of these kids potentially have to get as much coverage as, as this, right? I think, I think spraying, you know, rubbing cake on, on what was the other, was it the Mona Lisa? Yeah. There, right. There's like, you know, people are doing, you know, pe- people have now realized that if they smear food on these paintings and these museums that they're going to get coverage. Um, yeah. Like on packaging today, which is really what they were going for. Right. right. They wanted to get on here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, people. And to their credit, we're not talking about their names. We're talking about the issue, right? So, um, 100%. Yeah. My initial initial reaction was just like, come on, kids. And I'm like, you know what? I think they did what they were setting out to do. Yeah. It's it's kids today, man. Kids. You know how many kids you could have fed with that soup, kids? (laughs) At least one. Like three. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. All right, guys. So, you know. In terms of what we got going on, Corey, you got Paul folks out of Yano's coming out, uh, yep. out on your recent episode. Adam, you're doing some some good in- interviews there at uh, the TLMI. Um, I I think the adhesives information that you're sharing, I think that's really important because we really focus on like plastics and papers and those materials, but you you never talk about what, how you combine all these materials, right? Like the adhesives, like that in and of itself is is critical. Uh, the inks. Um, you know, all the solvents that are used in, in the process. So getting some information around adhesives is, is super important. You know, yep. I've known uh, from, from learning from you that uh, some of these water-based adhesives that are, are better, but never really understood like why, like the whole story and the whole process. Yeah. So that's super, super helpful. We should all talk right, maybe about get... uh, Pack Expo. We'll, we'll oh, all yeah. be there this weekend. Uh, I'll be there Saturday night and through Tuesday morning and uh, come see us at the Specrite booth. I don't know what day or time we'll be there, but uh, keep an eye on our social medias for that because that could be a fun event. I think Monday and Tuesday for sure. I'll be at the Specrite booth. Okay. Hey, Bob's uh, uh, mentioned that there's no tested or certified biodegradable binders. Um, so while you're there, maybe, maybe there's something you can find. There is a, there, there is an adhesive, I believe that Avery Dennison had over in the EU that was certified, um, industrially compostable. Hmm. So it could go through, you could, you could take a label with a compostable, uh, I think it was a, might've been a PLA face stock. And then they had, they had an adhesive that would also be certified, but I'll check. There's some people here from Avery, uh, just for you, Bob. That'd be great, man. I got you. <laughs> we'd love to yeah. see. We'd love to hear about it. I'm gonna wander around and be like, "What about Bob?" Right. Bob needs to know. Doctor Leo Marvin. He's sailing. He's sailing. <laughs> I'm a sailor. I sail. <laughs> Ahoy. Awesome. All right. This this week uh, I've got. This week I'm interviewing probably one of my favorite. Uh, my second favorite salesperson in mm. packaging. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> my second, uh, Dan Third. 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 Oh you, yeah. You're I, I never <laughs> consider you a sales guy because you're a consultant. Oh no, Corey. Uh, I, I figured, I figured you were first. I'm not, I'm the sales manager now. Oh yeah. Senior VP. Yeah. There you go. Senior. Yeah. The, talking to, the talking senior to, VP. Talking to Dennis Whalen, uh, who's amazing. He's a creative sales guy. He is not creative, but he, sells creative to all the big brands you've seen some of the stuff that he's been involved in 
Um, we're just going to talk about like how, as a designer, you can sell uh, and not lose your soul. Um, and kind of just like what kind of a career you can build around this. So definitely, definitely super interesting. That's cool. I love it. That's about your, it, guys. Your newly designed awesome. logo looks awesome. Thanks, man. Um, awesome, guys. So today was a little, little weird. We weren't really prepared for having a live, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a live on on location. Uh, but we'll definitely and a, check and a live feed that. that goes bad when I walk inside. That was a little wah wah wah. Yeah, for sure. Adam's way. Yeah, I don't get this one. <laughs> Sorry, you. Uh, I'm not there. <laughs> from the Love. from from the office. Oh. Oh, I'm maybe a, as a paper salesman. There you uh, go. I can tell you, I've never watched The Office. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, you guys. Gotta, it's, you got to catch uh, up. It's worth it. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, guys. Let's wrap it up next week. We'll bring you more information. Uh, we'll have it a little we'll, bit tighter. And we'll be live from Pack Expo, right? Live from Pack Expo. Yep. yep. Something like that. All right, guys. And then, oh, hey, we got a, we got an episode coming up. Adam, you and I uh, got drunk with the guys from uh, Sunday's Finest. <laughs> Sunday's Finest. Yeah, uh, that was good. Uh, so we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll share that soon. Sweet. All right, guys. Let's wrap this up. Appreciate it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Live from Studio 3, this is Packaging Today with Evelio Matos.